You're listening to the MKD Podcast. I am your host, D. Miller L. Welcome back to all of my regular listeners. If you're new here, consider subscribing. With this episode, it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to have a roast session. That's right. I'm going to roast somebody. Be sure to uh, stay tuned. I also have some additional content, so make sure you listen all the way till the end. I think you guys enjoy this. Let's go. All right, here I am. Let's get into this. Um, first of all, this is coming from the heart. Yeah, first and foremost. Two things, two things. I got two people that uh, got my attention there on Noster, and I wanted to make some content. Now, this roasting that I'm promising, uh, it probably won't be too funny, but I'm definitely going to expose the hell out of you. Uh, We'll call the person Ryan. It's actually a female, but the name is similar. So I saw that four days ago, right, I'm going to bring you guys into the store and bring you up to speed. About four days ago, um, I missed a notification. Ryan boosted one of my posts. I want to say thank you for the boost. Thank you for the boost. Uh, But when I read the comment, I saw that it was a malicious one. So I looked at it and it said, you know, I'm going to tell you guys what it said. It said, uh, oh, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, this explains why he's acting like an obnoxious loser. Because nobody's buying that bullshit. Now, what is she talking about? The post that she, the uh, note that she boosted. It was me uh, reaching out, you know, to the community for support. Uh, as a content creator, I'd like to get on over there to Nostra Asia. I'd like to report on that for you guys. Do some really, really cool content. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll put that out there. Everybody knows, you know, to a degree what, what it is that I do, what I'm about, etc. Uh, so, let's let's start right here. I have no idea what what this person Ryan is even talking about. I don't know what she's talking about. Don't remember any kind of obnoxious post, especially towards her. I don't follow her. She doesn't follow me. I don't find her interesting. Uh, she's, you know, fairly young. Uh, but yeah, I was just wondering like what warranted that comment. But now I don't really care. <laughs> I really don't care what warranted the comment. Uh, what I want to talk about is how you expose yourself and how you've exposed the people that you're with. Um, what did you expose? Well, I've been on this rock long enough to know that, you know, you're going to meet three kinds of people in life. People that are for you. These are people that are helpful to you. Uh Sometimes they're not going to get anything in return. They just want to see you do good or you're, you inspire them or whatever the case may be. Those are people for you. There's going to be kind of few of those in life. Then you got the people that don't really care about you. Like they don't know you. They don't care to know you. You know, they're busy or whatever. They're not really concerned with you. And I would say that's going to be a great, great amount of people in life. Right, coming and going. Lastly, the people that are not for you or that are against you, these are the people that, you know, as you're trying to get to your destination, 
they got their foot out trying to trip you. You guys get my point? People that would intentionally mislead you, people that intentionally misunderstand you, people that intentionally try to ostracize you. Right? These are enemies to you. Open enemies. And you got to deal with them in the right way. So I'm going to deal with you, Ryan, in the right way. I know your intent was to have me act more obnoxious, right? So that what you could say is true or whatever. Like, look, see, he he is obnoxious. See, he is a loser. No, 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 no. I learned that concept in my rookie days. I learned that already in my rookie days. What I'm going to hit you to real quick, and those that are, I don't know, maybe boosting you up to feel like you want to say something to me (laughs) okay so again I know we all come from different areas different backgrounds different ages etc and uh, so I'll tell you something I learned growing up where I grew up it's this idea called the back door you ever heard of being backdoored okay let me tell you how this works so normally there will be someone who is an enemy to you, like we'll say you and me, right? You're an enemy, you're an open enemy to me. A back door would be all of your friends, all of your associates. Anybody that's associated with you, I'm already knowing that y'all share certain ideas, right, in private. So that little comment that you're making is not just from you, it's from you and your circle. That's why you feel brave enough to come out and address me. I'll tell you, you're making a mistake. They're uh, they're setting you up for failure. Right? Because what's being exposed is, is that whatever comment that I left, again, I'm quite sure I made the comment in jest. But you were overly sensitive for some reason. Or, as most uh, people do that are your enemy... They just need an excuse to do what they want to do and say what they want to say to you. It's always been something that's there. They just can't say it because, you know, it's going to make them look bad. They, they're, they're wearing this mask of civility. Right? That's what you're being exposed as. You wear a mask of civility. It took nothing for you to jump out of your body and to attack me and my business. nothing now I could go in on you I mean I could literally destroy your self-esteem right now right I'm sure if I did they'd be trying to take my podcast down like oh my god he's committing a hate crime no no (laughs) it wouldn't be a hate crime it would just be me exposing your fake civility so back to this backdoor thing I'm not going to block you, Brian. Not yet, at least. I'm going to monitor you like you were monitoring me. And what I'm going to do is is I'm going to find out who it is that you engage with, who's in your circle, and they're going to get blocked. Right? Because they're the back door now. See, now that I know that you're an open enemy, anybody that you engage with, like, you know, hee hee ha ha and doing, like, business. Oh, no, all of y'all are, all of y'all are, uh, stay on that side. Stay on that side. Some of the people you talk to, they already know they can't they can't deal with me directly. They need little proxies like you. 
But um, like I said, <laughs> I learned this in my rookie days, how to deal with uh, people that will play these kinds of mind games. Like I said, it's not going to work. You just expose yourself and the people that you deal with. Right? And the people that you deal with. I noticed nobody was like backing you in, in the whole thread. Like it was just kind of you solo. But that's just because they know exactly what I'm saying to you right now. The minute that I identify who's rolling with you, they're not going to have any dealings with me. Right? I didn't need you before. I don't need you now. Right? And maybe the same is true for you, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that fake civility that you and your uh, clique, you know, masquerade around with, it's only going to get exposed as time goes on. So I'd imagine it just, it just will be to your, uh, it will be to your and your clique's benefit to leave me alone. Leave me alone. It's not going to be good for you. I wasn't the aggressor in this case. I I didn't come out and and attack you first. But I guarantee you, if I ever have to defend myself, uh, it's going to be a problem. (laughs) Because, uh, you know, I believe in God. And you being the aggressor means that God's going to be with me. And even if uh, you mount some kind of uh, offense, right, you and your, your guys... Again, all that's going to happen is is you're going to be exposed. So I wouldn't recommend it. You got to understand. I don't have the backing that you have. I'm not being propped up like you are. You probably couldn't survive in my situation, Ryan. Don't let these people gas you up. They'll leave your ass high and dry after they get done with you. So just... Be mindful. Be mindful. Be mindful. Uh, check your hate. Check your ego. Right? Because it's, it's evident you don't like me. That's okay. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't even know you. It wouldn't. It mean your opinion means nothing to me. But since you wanted my attention, I did think that I would give you some today. Yeah. As much as uh, as much as I would love to quote unquote defend myself against your attack, I really don't need to because you're just projecting. That's you in the mud. You got down in the mud immediately. You're attacking me personally and my business immediately. You're exposed, right, for being a swan in a pig pit. And you really thought that I was going to get in the mud with you. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Try again. Right? Okay. I think we're going to leave that there. And, and, and please, don't doubt me. You've, you've, you've put too much on Noster as far as like your personal stuff. You don't want me to get personal with you. Like I said, I'll destroy your estate. Leave me alone. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do, right? I'm not bothering you. Do not bother me. 
And uh, if you imagine that I'm just going to allow for you to personally attack me or try to attack my business, you got another thing coming. Yeah, you got a you got a whole nother thing coming. I haven't been in this space this long surviving. <laughs> uh, you know, for this to kind of play out how you thought it would. This kind of brings me to my second person that I want to talk about. Done with the roast. Done with the expose. I want to move on now to something that I found even more important. It came from uh, one of my contacts uh, by the name of Punk. Punk said two things, multiple things. I'm going to see how much of this I'm going to bring out. But one of the things he said was, was, you know, maybe I just don't fit in anywhere. Right? (laughs) And he said it's because I refuse to uh, be fake. Right? I'm going to tell the truth. And one of the truths he had to tell was that he sold all of his Bitcoin. Right? Very unfortunate. He said he had to sell the Bitcoin to pay his bills. Which is actually very uh, responsible in real life. Can we talk about real life and not these uh, fakes? Yeah, let's talk about real life. So in real life, uh, you got bills to pay, you got food that you need to get, etc. I don't know where all the rest of you people live. Like you must live six months, nine months, one year, three years, five years out when it comes to your money. But most people on earth don't live like that. So Punk made a good, another funny kind of statement. He was like, hey man, what's up with you guys' Bitcoin? It seems like my Bitcoin doesn't Bitcoin like yours. (laughs) You're right about that, Punk. You're right about that, but maybe not in the way that you imagine. And let me say something else, right? Let me say something else. Actually, your Bitcoin is Bitcoining like the rest of the plugs. The difference is, punk, and you shouldn't feel any kind of way about this. I saw the responses that people were making trying to make it out to be that there's something deficient with you because you had to sell your Bitcoin to take care of your business. No, that's not right. Uh, here's, Here's what sticks out to me, punk. These people, right, many Bitcoiners, have damn near been conditioned like as if Bill Gates was running the show. These people were talking about sell everything. Sell the bed, sell the couch, sell the car, sell the sell a chair, sell everything for Bitcoin. When are these wealthy people gonna do that? Have you seen any of them do it? These Bitcoin whales, have you seen them sell all their stuff yet? Or are they still riding around on yachts? Are they still living in mansions? Right, Punk was trying to say, make it make sense. Uh, once somebody responded to Punk and said, well, you know, Bitcoin is not for today. Bitcoin's for tomorrow, you know, like when we have when we reach dollar parity, right? When 30 million Satoshis equals 30 million dollars. But this is actually short sighted. This just goes to show that much thought hasn't been put into this. Like people are just kind of caught up in the hype. These corporations that are buying massive amounts of Bitcoin, they're not Bitcoiners like you and I. They don't care about hodling. They don't give a damn about any of that. And you guys know that. In fact, that's what keeps happening over and over again. 
what happens is, is these big guys come in, they pump the price up, and then they sell. And you guys never, and I'm speaking to myself too, we never experience the upside of that, right? If anything, we just experience massive swings that, you know, send some of us to the crazy house. But not these people, not the people that haven't sold their chairs, sold their car, sold all their clothes for their Bitcoin. Remember, they didn't sell anything. They went, I'm going to tell you how they got their Bitcoin. Majority of these high value individuals, they went and got a loan, which is creating the inflation problem. Is that right? Printing money that they didn't actually you know, produce any value associated with. They're just going to go get a loan. Maybe there's some sort of asset that they're using as equity. My point is, my point is, Punk, you're you're right. Uh, when you said, oh man, I don't think I can Bitcoin right now. Based upon how things are going and the dynamics that exist in the Bitcoin space, it's probably not a good idea. I'm gonna go a step further. Those of you that are holding Bitcoin, I'm not talking about you whales. I'm talking about you regular people, you nine to fivers. Consider this. Don't go and do it, right? Just off of my whim. But I want you to consider this. We have more power than we think as plebs. Uh, many of you just think, I'm going to buy some Bitcoin. I'm going to front run the big guys. You're not front running anybody. They have too much money for you to front run anything. Yeah, you're not going to front run them. Again, what I'm suggesting right now is that we consider how much power we have and how to kind of flex that. One thing we could do as Bitcoiners is sell our Bitcoin like Punk did. You know what happens when you do that? You apply pressure to BlackRock. You apply pressure to these other entities that are trying to get all of the Bitcoin. Let me help you with this, guys. Remember, they say this is game theory, right? Okay. Let me make this super simple, right? I'm going to over, overly simplify this. Bitcoin won't work if one person has all 21 million Bitcoin. Simple? Agree? I'll say it again. Bitcoin will not work if one person, one entity has all the Bitcoins. That's a big duh, right? Everybody get that? Same thing is true if there's only 10 entities, 20 entities, 50 entities. In fact, in fact, what it starts to look like is more of the same of the old. So these same old people that were running the show financially, economically, are still going to be running the show when it comes to Bitcoin. There's no revolution. There's no change or freedom in that. Knock it off. Knock it off. Okay, so that's that's one degree of a solution. Like sell all your Bitcoin and then buy back in at a lower rate. Sell all the Bitcoin. When the price drops, buy more Bitcoin. They think they're the only ones that have this power. It doesn't need to be a panic sale. It could be organized. But see, this is this is likely why they don't buy my bullshit. All right. I can't be controlled. I'll say a thing that I'm not paid to say. I'm using my brain. 
see? Like punk. He has to use his own brain and figure out his own life. He doesn't have uh, this backing of people that are propping him up in his life. No, he's got to make decisions that actually make sense day to day. Guess who else has to live like that? 90% of the world. 95% of the world. So, punk, don't let these delusional-ass people... Right, and I already know you don't need any defense. But no, I've seen these delusional-ass people in your comment section literally trying to blame you for for living a life. (laughs) Right? When When they're just overly eager to start eating bugs, I guess. Right, they're selling everything. They want to live off bugs and Bitcoin. This is not real, folks. This is not real. Right, this is fake. Now, how do we make it more real? Right, I don't, I, I don't just have fire and brimstone. How can we make it more real? Let me draw your attention back to the Zapathons. Let me draw your attention back to the Zapratizing. These companies... I'm going to try to make this as clear as possible. These companies that make it known that they're buying up all this Bitcoin, uh, they should realize, it's just like when they think to themselves, hey, I bought all this Bitcoin, maybe I should invest in mining, right, to help protect the network. Right, that's 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 good, that's good. Here's, here's an idea. Back in the day, we used to have Bitcoin faucets. What were those for? What was the point in that? My point is, we're not so far from that. I know everyone thinks, oh, we're no longer in those early days where we're just giving away Bitcoin in faucets, but actually you are. If 85% of the Bitcoin is already out there, you guys that are holding a bunch, guess what your job is? To give it away. Do you think the rest of the world wants to play around with you when you got all the Bitcoin already? No, be real, be real. I don't care what rhetoric you put behind it. What's going to have to happen is, is that that Bitcoin is going to have to uh, spread out. Uh, Zapathons? Zapratizing? Excellent way to start doing that. Excellent way to start doing that. People like Punk. Right? Uh, other people like myself. We could potentially carve out some kind of uh, earning if that was the case right you name your favorite bitcoin company that's claiming that they're storing bitcoin as the treasury right or they're buying bitcoin consistently Uh, these folks should immediately be on platforms like Noster so that they can use the new faucet that's right i'm calling Noster the new bitcoin faucet how are we going to spread bitcoin out zapathon zapratizing and the likes I even noticed, Punk, man, you, uh, you're you an artist, right? I would love, man, to see you experiment a hair. I think I even suggested this to you a while back on Rare Toshi. So many things can be done with that platform there, especially for an artist. I would highly recommend, bro, do your own research. Right? It's not a silver bullet. But I would highly recommend if it's about trying to accumulate more Bitcoin that you use all the tools that are available right and as an artist that's definitely a very useful tool it's been helpful to me as a collector um so that's that 
yeah these are these are just some of the ideas that I wanted to share with you guys today like I said it's, it's a very interesting time that we live in and people are genuinely exposing themselves right they're exposing what this is about or what it's not about right you guys make sure you keep your head on the swivel keep your eyes open and uh, let me know get in the comment section if you got any ideas suggestions recommendations if you like the podcast let me know all right guys talk to you on the next episode hope everybody has a great rest of your day take care peace